that's all right, mate. That's all right. So, hey, going, kind of things. What's what's been happening in your world, mate? Uh, I've been working in the middle of nowhere, so it's been good to come back and um, catch up on the Discord. Mm-hmm. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, because um, you've been away. Yeah, you've been away working, hey. Yeah, in flood flood damaged zones of Australia. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. So uh, I just wanted to do a bit of a recap on the some of the hobby projects people have been working on. There's been a lot. Yep. Um, I probably won't cover every single one, but um, there's been an impressive amount of uh, pictures and and stuff updated on the Discord, which has been good. Um, I guess to kick off with, uh, Bry has been working on a Space Wolf Librarian in Terminator armor and sort of giving us step-by-step pro- pro- uh, like progress shots and uh, really, really beautiful. And also, he's still working on that um, Horus Heresy uh, Blood Angel Sergeant. And I think it's just getting out of hand now because it's it's just too insane. Um, you've got this like runic uh, patterning on one of the shoulder pads, then he's doing this sort of face which has got like optic flaring around the um, eye sockets and the orbits and it's yeah it's mind-boggling what people pull off uh it's just bullshit you know like how how do they get this much talent but um it's it's definitely something he's improved on and just gotten better um with practice and skill um it's excellent to see um sickening though uh, and then Kettle Trout uh, posted up a Fermer um, warband. So he's always got these like really ancient uh, models that uh, definitely old hammer um, era. And this is a Fermer warband and it's got like a giant troll and a guardian dragon. Uh, definitely recommend checking that out. That's in the hobby project section if you haven't already seen it. Um, Whiskey and Wizards, as usual putting up lots and lots of content, um, finishing off stone trolls. Uh, I think that might be for a commission, like every single scale has been highlighted. I've mentioned this many times, but it's always fun to see them. Then he started working on um, Eldar Warwalker um, and like a very pl- classic um, paint scheme, I think, LA talk. I might be wrong. Um, and then like a mounted vampire as well that he's been working on. Um Interestingly enough, the skin hue sort of went from a greenish to now like a more frozen bluish. So it's pretty cool to see that change. Um, and he's working on Teakless as well, that um, awful high elf um, character, which is a nasty good guy. Um, Tree Man and the massive dragon, which he's doing sort of like um, this beautiful yellow uh, and green gem work on. It looks excellent. Um, Joe Guardsman, he posted up one of the Midnor um, Sentinels that have the huge axe. It's really cool to see um, some Rackham uh, confrontation models being posted up. Uh, love to see it. And um, he's working on a Dark Angels Dreadnought, I think might have been something that his brother was also working on uh, conversion-wise. Uh, mustering of arms justin he's always uh, got loads of content and he usually comes on paint and chat and has a chat while he's painting and working on stuff and we'll give you little snippets uh, he was doing like an orc warlord on a boar which looked really cool he's still working on his dark elves and he was testing out the new shades from gw on some wraith guard and they look pretty good um, i'm wondering how how that's going I, i'm eager to see any sort of like updates 
Um, Mickey's been working on the Third Ed Crusaders. I think they're like a Grey Knights um, dudes. Uh, that was sort of a new thing for Third Ed. Um, and Mosha, he's been working on dwarves as well as posting up heaps of battle reports in the battle report section. So if that's something that tickles your fancy, uh, go and check that out. I like that stuff. Um, John Likes Old Stuff has a really cool... Uh, spider rider it's like a goblin on the back of a spider and an orc on a wyvern that was really cool to see um, and chris b from wa working on daemonettes um, that sinus demon army is pr probably coming along nicely it'd be nice to see it once it's all completed um, magnus Dillman was um, earlier working on like puffs of smoke from like cannon barrels and war machine barrels it was really cool and some awesome um, fences for like warhammer and, and those style rank and file games um, always cool to pop into the terrain section and see what people are working on. Um, Morglum, you, uh, he was like finishing off dwarf machines and he's completed a huge uh, seven, uh, like 1,750 point dwarf army. That was really cool to see. Um, Bob the Goldfish uh, posted up some epic models and an excellent, uh, I think it's like a plastic warlord, one of the first ever ones. So it was a really, really classic model. Excellent. Uh, Marcel finally finished his Panther Knights uh, and his Starter Empire Army. Uh, really cool old hammer sort of aesthetic. Well, people might um, criticize me for calling that old hammer, but for me, it's old hammer. Um, Johnny H. Beastman and like a Beastman war chariot. He was kind enough to paint, uh, post up like a painting guide for the flesh on the Beastman, as well as the uh, boars, um, which... Uh, again, I don't really paint things like cavalry and boars, and it was good to get a sort of painting guide, um, you know, in addition to having your video that you released, um, painting the horse with the barding and stuff. That was really cool. Um, now, Tramp has been working on these beautiful wood elves, and he's got those Harlequin Treeman models. They're not something I really see um, in the wild on the internet often. So it was really cool to see something like that. They're, they're, they're quite different um, from what you're used to uh, treeman-wise. <laughs> um, Suno has been painting like these really gorgeous dwarves. They've got this really sort of crisp paint style. It just reeks of like sort of mid-white dwarf, um, really bright defined colours, really like that. And Owen's been working on more Chaos Dwarves, which I like to see. I'm a big fan of Chaos Dwarves, even though I don't play fantasy. Now, Evidence Side uh, has been working on a regiment of renown. It's They're the Spike Can Commandos. And he, he basically mentioned that it's something he purchased maybe back in 92 or 93 and has finally finished, and they look excellent. That's old hammer foil. <laughs> and Space Crusader has been working on the old plastic kit scouts, the ones that came in um, games like Tyranid Attack, and they look awesome. He's doing them as Imperial Fists, so really vibrant, bright uh, yellows, which is always a colour I like purple and yellow and you've got me as a fan um, brush of resilience now i'm a bit ignorant with bretonian characters but there's you might be able to tell me who it is it's like a joan of arc style uh character for bretonians yeah i know and... but i don't know what the actual name is i'm sorry yeah, yeah i don't know much either, but so it is joan, but it's basically joan of arc yeah yeah 
So he did um, that character and the Green Knight, which I do know because yeah, that was in White Dwarf quite a bit. And these, um, again, I'm probably murdering what they actually are, but they're like men at arms, but they're on horseback. They've got the pie plate helmets and stuff like that. Um, they're freaking awesome. Um, and as a completed formation, they look just brilliant. And he's also been doing some wood elves, which look great too. Um, now, Cutter has a huge forest goblin army um something really cool to see again something i rarely get to see on the internet a lot um so i was happy to see him post that up very very detailed lots of character really cool um harrison's been working on eldar dire avengers um and they're sort of uh I don't know. It's it's like a mix of old and new. I really like them. Uh, keep up the good work. Um, Chris Snyder has finished off a few excellent epic orc formations. He's making big progress on his um, epic orcs. The painting style is excellent. It's really cool to see the formations next to their formation card from the game as well. Um, really, uh, that's brilliant. Mergen, um, also still working on his Skaven. They've that really nice sort of bright coloring of the tattered cloths to offset the brown of their fur. And Arch Stanton, um, posted up some demonets on steeds and he, uh, recommends athematic blue, uh, contrast and the new blue contrasts. And I think maybe a shade, um, it's definitely something to check out because I know previously GW seemed to have maybe cocked up blue a bit, but they've tried to appease people. So maybe that will help the people that are in the, the blue is a horrible color faction. Now, Dingleson's been working on Sisters of Battle and not just the normal Sisters of Battle, but things like Imperial Agents, Assassins, support weapons like the Tarantula, Rapier Laser Destroyers. Um, I shouldn't say it's a Tarantula, it's a Rapier Laser Destroyer. It's basically four big bloody guns on um, tank treads. Um, like Arco Flagellants and Uriah, he's that really dirty, crazy preacher with a big shotgun and huge beard. And um, for Terrace militia, militia, but on horseback, they look really, really cool. Not something you see every now and then. Um, Doctor uh, the Viking uh, posted up a battle rep. Um, now, previously we saw pictures of it. It was these Praetorians holed up in this like smashed up village and there's a Tyranids attacking them from all sides. So he's posted up um, basically like a report on it where the Praetorians are in the village. They've got heaps of heavy support weapons and stuff like that. Tyranids are coming at them in waves. The Tyranids have no biomorphs and no sort of upgrades or whatever. Um, really cool to see. Kind of like Zulu, but with Praetorians and Tyranids. Uh, Trevor's working on Valhalla's uh, weapons teams and he's modeled them to be kind of like in a heavy sort of snow blizzard. They look really, really cool. Um, very, very sort of World War II-ish, which, you know, obviously they're modeled after Russians. Um, Captain Crayon posted up an Eldar grav tank, one of the Falcon grav tanks. So that was really, really cool. Very crisp highlights as well on black. Um, Clem has been facing down an opponent in Battlemasters. Um, Basically, his own daughter has fallen to chaos and uh, taken a shortcut to power 
and uh, used that to beat her old man in a mini campaign. And it's really cool to see updates of kids playing classic Milton Bradley's games. You know, we want to see that all the time, post them up. Um, Lee Burns also posted a Mano War report. So it's good to see that people are actually using their painted miniatures to play games and enjoy themselves. Um, Voistran, he's finished off one of those Mordheim pit fighters, which is a really detailed model and really cool um, sort of, I would say between mauvey pink purple flesh shades, very awesome, very uh, Mordheim. Um, Tom Young did a huge group of beautiful rat skins and they're shaded and colored in a way that you don't generally see uh, sort of like pinks, blues, purples, that kind of color or not neon, but sort of faded and they look excellent. Um, like to see that very, very cool style. Captain Skyhawk and 3D Foundry posted up Goliath Necromunda gangers. Now, um, the difference being like Captain Skyhawk did a very um, classic sort of Goliath gangs for Necromunda. 3D Foundry had some heavily converted ones from secondary battle bits and both of them look really good. Very different styles too. Um, Captain Skyhawk's ones have some very uh, interesting detailed nipples too, you know, just to appeal to those guys out there. Um, Bissler homebrew, um, homebrew Space Hulk mission. So he's, he's put up uh two videos that i know of so far um check them out they're in the battle report section i believe i could be wrong it might be in actually the space hulk mission section um covering fire has been working on that coaching in from white dwarf 143 and he's using that blue foam uh, i think it's like a refrigeration insulation stuff the really hard foam core stuff it looks really cool i can't wait to see some updates on that as well as um, in the battle report section, Mosha has been adding uh, fantasy battle reports. I know I mentioned that previously, but yeah, check them out. Um, it's lately within the YouTube community, people have been posting up all of these like classic battles of things like Epic and second edition 40K. And we're really spoiled for content. Um, it's that trip down memory lane and it's right at your fingertips on YouTube. So um i guess that's where i'll leave my sort of update um there's been heaps of stuff like uh the crown of command challenge that uh Gertgen, um is uh you know has got his hand in i'll leave that to you to talk about because <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> no that's 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 a good segue into what we're going to be talking about today in our interview because we've got gj on here uh we're going a bit of double dutch so we've got uh, gj from the netherlands and we'll also talk to one of the event organizers for the very first Old Hammer in the Netherlands uh, as well. Uh, so we'll talk to him as well at, uh, later in the interview. So there's two separate interviews, I should say. There's one with GJ separately talking about the Crown, uh, Call of the Crown 2 um, and that kind of thing and how to enter it and what, what you need to enter and all that kind of stuff. We did post it up on the Facebook group, but I still have people messaging me saying, Josh, I'd like to enter. How do I enter? Who do I contact? That kind of thing. So uh, leave all those links in the show notes. So go down there. You'll find um, uh, Hurtian's email address. You can contact him directly. And I'll leave links to the Facebook group or in the Discord. It's posted in here as well. If you go, So if you go to the Discord and you scroll down, uh, you'll find the call of the crown challenge in the community section just click on there 
and it should be it's not i'm going to pin it right now <laughs> so uh the rules will be pinned up there um uh, so people can uh, follow along as to uh, what they need to do and um and how to enter and that kind of thing so it's very exciting there's been a lot of people uh, talking about it so far and it's 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 gathered a lot of interest so that's really good i'm really happy to see that um so um yeah the more the merrier i say and uh, good luck to gj in uh, running this event so another one um in the pipeline there for us um now apart from that i've asked um uh, chris snyder to be another admin on the facebook group so that'd be great if chris can um he's you know pretty big in the community now and that kind of thing i think he would enjoy uh, interacting with people on there so hopefully we can have, we can see some more um uh, either polls or just um, some really fun kind of um you know activities or posts in there soon because that's that's quite it's growing quite um it, to my surprise it's actually been quite there's been quite a lot of people coming in and and requesting to join the group so i'd really like to see things happening there so people actually interacting in some some way um but it's good to see some pictures posted up there as well of people's armies and that kind of thing so that's already already um really really cool so yeah that's pretty much the flavor of this episode um if you haven't checked out the youtube channel go and check it out because we've got uh, good, my, my good friend Mariano Sanchez with his beautifully painted Wood Elf Army. Uh, it's mainly third edition models, but there's been some wonderful conversions that he's done with uh, like, you know, eighth edition kits and that kind of thing. Um, really, really inspiring to see. So I, I, I know that's been very, very popular with people. So I'm really happy that uh, Mariano could take the time to come back and talk to us about it. And, um, and now I'm sort of scouting around and, and uh, trying to source another heavy lead episode with someone out there in the community um I'm, I'm thinking now that the gathering of mighty painters has in its final month we're going to finish that up uh this week actually uh, i might go and ask my good mate from uh denmark Jeppe, to see if he wants to come in and uh, talk about his orphan goblin army because that's pretty special so we'll see how we go uh, but apart from that uh, expect another confrontation uh, law chat, this time with the Tinabor Dwarves, one of my favorite factions, uh, as Eric goes through and talks about um, uh, law for them and some community questions being answered. And um, uh, we've just organized our games for our holidays because Obon holiday is happening in Japan next month, um, in the second week of next month. So me and Paul have already organized our games that we're going to play. One will be a second edition 40K with Chaos vs. Dark Angels because now Paul's got a Dark Angel army uh, already painted up for that, which would be awesome. Uh, we're going to play some Confrontation, which we're really looking forward to. And um, uh, we're going to try to do, if we can, maybe try to play a big game of Epic. That'd be 6,000 points with Gazgul uh, Thraka versus Yarrick, Commissar uh, Yarrick, because they had like special rules for those in the White Dwarf magazines. I think that'd be quite a bloody festival of, um, of madness in Epic, if we can get that, uh, get that off the ground. Uh, which would be pretty cool, and see if we can bring um, some Warhammer Fantasy games too uh, back. So I'm I'm trying to get Paul to play um, Math Hammered, like the uh, the Flail of Skulls edition for that. Um, that's a really really cool edition. So we hope to do that as well. And next month we'll see some more live events like um, Battle for Iron Peak. Uh, I'm asking um, people to come on 
and to uh, to play me remotely from around the world. So we should see uh, maybe some scenario games. I'm going to ask Doctor the Viking to make um, uh, another sort of the second instalment for the campaign, the scenario campaign we're doing, the Sword of Far, I think it's called, if I can remember that correctly, but something like that. It's been a while since we've done a, a good um, live Warhammer Fantasy battle, so we'll definitely get that on the cards. But um, I think that's all the news from me, mate. So uh, again, thanks to the community. Thanks to you, Carnifex, for bringing us all the news this week. Uh, and uh, guys, just keep going, keep motoring on and keep inspiring us with all your posts. Kind of fix any closing statements, mate? Yeah, look, just um, keep up the great content. We want to see what you're working on. It doesn't matter what it is, as long as it's, you know, relevant to Old Hammer. But, uh, yeah, we we love it. So just keep, keep posting it up, keep working on your stuff. Uh, don't burn out. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, more Crown of Command battle stuff, really. Yeah, mate. Yeah, it's going to be on the cards. We just haven't been playing many games lately. We've just been too busy. And I think everyone's like, you know, looking at the, um, even the Discord or whatever, I think people are just getting back to norm normality now, like people getting back to doing real life stuff. So, um, damn straight. Yeah, gaming, the gaming scene's been, it's been good because of people actually playing in real life. And I want to see photos of people actually playing games. That's the, that's the objective here with people paying, playing games with friends in their game stores at homes or whatever. Yeah, get your moles out, start playing. So that's that's the yeah. motto we have here. So anyhow, mate, let's wrap it up. Thanks very much again, dude. Yep. And we'll catch you again in a couple another couple of weeks. Will do. Cheers. Thank you very much. Okay, mate. Take care. See you guys. Bye. Hey, mate, how you doing? All right? Yeah, fine. Thanks. In the early hours of the morning there. and It's early hours of morning here too, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's, uh, it, to me, it still feels like yesterday. Yes. Still, uh, <laughs> mid, mid, middle of the night. Yeah, that's right, mate. It's about, what, one o'clock there at the moment, about there or 12? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah one o'clock indeed. Yeah, we had to do some... Uh, uh, how shall we say it? Uh, the calendar gymnastics to get our time zones lined up. Right, exactly. But we yeah. did it in the end, mate. So I'm really glad that you're on. It's been a while since we had a chat. But um, yeah, I think mate, last time was when we were playing uh, Man of War, I believe, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose it wasn't that 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 uh, long ago, was it? It's only about a couple of months ago. Yeah, yeah. A couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, mate, how's it going with the? Um, the war games uh orchard and all that kind of thing what's been happening with that yeah well um i sh should not be the the main person that you ask this because nathan is of course running the podcast mm -hmm. and he is very busy with his schoolwork and everything uh he's uh, taken up a uh, audio visual um i should know this like i can uh, Journalism uh, education, right? And uh, yeah, then he then he went on to uh, to a company and uh, for a work term, mm -hmm. and this company then offered him a job to basically edit podcasts for a living. Wow, that's so awesome! So he said, uh, "Yeah, it is," but uh, that also means that uh, uh, when something that was your hobby becomes your job, then it doesn't 
feel as much as hobby as it should. Mm. Um, so that's why Nathan uh, wanted to uh, that and and the time issue uh, wanted to tone down on the the podcast frequency a little bit. Um, but uh, he has graciously allowed me to. Uh, step in so i record some episodes now and again but he still has to edit them and put them out there wow um, oh that's yeah, right so, that's really so, good so uh, yeah yeah basically you'll, you'll be hearing uh, more of me on the podcast uh, i don't know if that's good news or bad but uh, that's just the way of things at the moment okay well i'll have to go and check it out mate I, I to be honest and um i feel a bit guilty i haven't actually listened to a lot of them and i think it's just a case of just uh time and that kind of thing i just ha- don't have the time much as the way as the world is now that um, you don't have enough time to spread everything around that to catch up on everything. So I really want to catch up on those um, fifth edition campaign packs that you'd be going through. I think that they sound really interesting. So yeah, yeah. they were great fun to do those episodes. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, mate. That sounds yeah, really but good. Uh, don't worry, mate. Uh, I, uh, I understand these are busy times and uh, usually for me, when, uh, when I listen to podcasts is uh, when I'm in the car or out for mm. a walk or something. So uh, sometimes I'm also behind uh, uh, one to one and a half months. If I, if I don't drive that much. Yep. That's right. Yeah. No, I'll definitely check those out. I'll leave a link in the show notes too for that as well. If people don't know what we're talking about, it's a it's another podcast talking about like fifth edition type related uh, Warhammer stuff. So and for yeah, well, basically yeah. any any edition uh, mm. uh, from third edition onwards, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Okay, that's excellent. But um, the reason why we've got you on here now is to talk about a special announcement. Yes, well, I don't know if it's uh, special anymore because we've been broadcasting <laughs> it all over Facebook. But yeah, uh, yeah uh, we are going to do another Call of the Crown painting challenge. Hmm. And this one, uh, I don't know if the people who are listening, if they are familiar with the Call of the Crown, but we had one edition during the the early days of the pandemic. It lasted for a year and you had to paint either uh, a 2,000-point army in a year or you could do... Uh, 1,000 points in six months, and you, you could enter twice then if you wanted to. Um, I had great fun doing that. I, I painted up some Bretonians and some high elves as, as allies. Not as much as I wanted to, I have to admit, uh, because, uh, well, life uh, sometimes has a way of getting in the way of your hobbies. But, um, yeah, it, it was great fun, and uh, I've also been participating in the uh, Gathering of Minded Painters Challenge, as uh, you are too, Josh. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I thought, well, this is about to end, and um, I, I would like to organize something similar. So I got in touch with you, and I said, uh, uh, Josh, would you uh, please allow me to do a painting challenge uh, well basically i i do want to organize a painting challenge but would you allow me to use your branding um, which you you graciously allowed uh, so now we have a call of the crown painting challenge edition two it's um yeah starting in october i don't know if i, I mentioned that already but uh Yes, the start of yeah. October, hey? Nice one. Or October, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is purely for selfish reasons, because in the beginning of September, I will be on a holiday with my family. Aha, uh-huh. okay, good 
Good timing, mate. Which, which, yeah. which I maybe shouldn't broadcast in case people find out where I live and <laughs> try to uh, get their hands on all my miniatures. <laughs> no, that's good, mate. That's excellent. All right. Great. So, yeah, it runs from October to May. Yeah, so we're going to do it a little bit yeah. shorter than the previous edition. We're going to do yeah, it for good eight idea. months. Oh. And um, instead of uh, giving you simply a 2,000 points army to paint, I I had planned on doing that initially, but then I uh, got some feedback from the community and they said, well, I do want to participate, but 2,000 points in eight months is just going to be too much for me, which I can completely understand. So um, instead, I decided that it, would be possible for you to enter with uh, basically any amount of points uh, upwards of 1000 i think you should be able to do 1000 points in eight months mm -hmm. and um you can choose the level that you want to participate in so you can have a um a leisure leisurely challenge at uh, 1000 points or, or thereabouts um a competitive challenge at 1500 points and you can also enter at the fanatic level which is uh, 2000 points or more hmm. okay now i take yeah yeah i take it you're you're going to be involved in that now i'm i'm, sh I'm sure there are going to be a lot of people who are, who had joined the first one who or maybe have missed out on the first one who'll be um who'll be joining the second one. What's What's been the overall, overall response so far? Might it been pretty overwhelming? Well, I, um, I don't think overwhelming is the correct word, but uh, yeah, I have been getting some army lists already, some pictures, a lot of people expressing interest. Uh, some people still also um, holding off because it's still a few months away before we start. So mm. yeah, you don't know what, uh, what changes uh, there are going to be uh, in a couple of months so um i, I have had uh, i think at least about a dozen people already sending me army pictures and um and army lists and uh i think at least twice that many people i i've written down as uh, having expressed interest so um Yes, it's been uh, coming in at a steady pace, and I uh, see more people uh, asking about this uh, on Discord, on the Facebook pages. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, I'm pretty pleased with the way it's going at the moment. Good, mate. That's great. Uh, and now a little bit, uh, what this set, sets itself a little bit apart from the first one is in that you can paint any edition and even like fan-made type type lists or you know journal type lists or whatever it might be yes i wanted to be as inclusive as i possibly could while staying within the boundaries of warhammer fantasy mm -hmm. and the reason for that is because well maybe some people have miniatures from another era and uh, they they simply can't get their hands on any of the older miniatures at least not for a reasonable price or maybe they only play uh, 8th edition, but still want to, to have this um, incentive to paint their armies. So uh, that's why I, I wanted to be as uh, inclusive as I possibly could with editions. I have no restrictions on that. The only restriction is that it's going to, be, it's going to have to be a regular Warhammer Fantasy. 
I had uh, one guy messaging me asking if he could do uh, 10 millimeter miniatures. Uh, apparently there are people out there. I, I This was all new for, to me uh, who are playing Warhammer, um, regular Warhammer, but with uh, 10 millimeter miniatures. And I just have no idea how that would work in terms of points or units or unit sizes. So I said, yeah, sorry, mate. I, I just don't know anything about that. So I'm going to keep this challenge just uh, Warhammer Fantasy, uh, which is the, the main game that I, uh, uh, that I know and love. And um, that's something that I can, I can cope with. And if all a lot of other games or maybe 40K or something would have been added, then I just don't know enough about that to, um, to say, well, this, this you can do and this you can't. Hmm. Okay, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's nice that it's inclusive. I mean, we were a bit snobbish last time when we said only, um, you know, like third, fourth and fifth edition models were allowed to enter or not, not really, you know, um, we weren't being like inquisitors about it, but basically it was, it was obvious that, you know, we're trying to keep it to a certain theme. Um, much like the the um, gathering of mighty painters, which were involved in now, it's like strictly fourth. Um, yes. So a lot of these painting painting competitions have a very strict sort of guideline as to what's kind of models are acceptable and what's not. But yeah, it's good to see you're doing something pretty uh, inclusive of all the editions. So I think that's stirred up a lot of interest among people in different groups. I know someone um, reposted this and shared it on the. Uh, it's in Australia. They've got like a sixth edition. Um, group there I think it's called Bel Melbourne Hammer or something like that uh, but I know um, the guys who run it and uh, they shared it there so you might get um, yeah like a, a good international spread of people joining in and uh, supporting it mate because um, yeah I'm sure they've got you know various different armies from di different editions uh, that they want to get on the table so yeah it's really good to see now if they want to contact you how how would they go about that mate um, there are many ways you can try to contact me, but I think the easiest two are on Facebook. Um, my uh, well, my name is uh, Gertjan van Heugde, which is probably, if you're not Dutch, uh, impossible to pronounce and impossible to find. But yeah. I am active in the uh, Crown of Command podcast community group. I am also on Discord, on the uh, Crown of Command Discord. Um, so there, there are two ways to reach me. And I'm also, uh, for the course of, of this painting challenge, I'm going to uh, post all the progress pictures and army lists and everything, uh, going to use my own uh, hobby blog for that. And that's uh, gjsworkshop.wordpress.com. And that's, um, yeah, basically the, the abbreviation of my first name, uh, GJ with the possessive S, but it's all written together. So uh, gjsworkshop dot wordpress.com but uh, we could probably put that in the show notes as well yeah for sure so uh, yeah also my uh, um, facebook handle and uh, stuff like that i'm also on instagram but uh, i don't think that's the the best medium for me at least to keep track of army lists and everything but uh, if you do have me on in, uh, instagram and uh, it's also gj's workshop um, you can uh, just contact me and I'll, I'll probably be able to include you uh, as well. Cool. Okay, mate. Just send me all those all those links to all the 
places where people contact you. I mean, they, they, they can contact me as well, and I can just send it on to you if they have trouble uh, contacting or finding somebody uh, about to you know get in touch about the competition or whatever. So um, they can, uh, I can, I can direct them on to you from there. So it looks pretty exciting. Yeah, now, awesome. when 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 it starts and people start submitting entries and that kind of thing. Now, you you, you mentioned a blog, and I sort of suggested this to you. Yes. Um, yeah. Because like when we did ours, I had like videos up and that was it. Basically, it was just the videos and people could see them posted up in various different uh, Facebook groups and that kind of thing in our Discord. But simply, I simply just do not have the time to do that now. So I thought what's well, a good idea what the Gathering Mighty Painters did with them. Um, having a dedicated blog, people can write about their entries. And I think it's a much better way for people to interact and find out and have it like a, a dedicated source where people can go and, and find, you know, not only the entries for that month, but all the other entries and all the other blog posts and all in one place. Um, so is that the kind of idea you have here, mate, for that? Yes, that's exactly what I'm going to do, except that I, well, it's, it's still my, um, my own personal hobby blog as well, which I sort of did not do much with after I discovered Instagram. Uh, but so, so the uh, Call of the Crown posts might be interspersed with other hobby posts that have nothing to do with the painting challenge. Um, right. So yeah, I hope uh, people will forgive me for that, but uh, to start up another website uh, for the the challenge that's uh, i i'm not sure if i um at this time i cannot say if i am going to do this simply as a one-off or maybe as a recurring event so it felt a bit unnecessary to just uh, create a whole new website for that um yeah, I, I might be a little bit lazy uh, like that, but I also want to have some time for uh, painting yeah. <laughs> myself. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. No, I totally understand that. No, that's fine. Um, so, yeah, and it's, it's a really good, because, you know, like um, when I did mine, I was trying to hunt down all the photographs, that kind of thing. It was a nightmare. Then I'd miss somebody and they'd say, oh, you didn't include my entry for this month and all that kind of thing. Having the blog, it's like you've got yeah, this. Yeah, you can easily you, just edit exactly. it. Uh, yeah. Exactly. It's all a catalog of you know, yeah. of all these, all the, all these entries. So it's a much, much better idea. And I think at the end, um, when everybody has their final entries, same with the, the Gathering Mighty Painters, we'll collate all those final entry, you know, the, the nice big army shots with the, the paint, with the, you know, painted backgrounds and that kind of thing and put it all together as one big video. I think that'd be yeah, a really that, nice that, way. That, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I do apologize in advance for forgetting people because I know I probably will. You will, so, mate. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's going to happen. I'm not the uh, um, most organized person in and of myself. I can be organized for for this kind of stuff, but uh, it um, might take a little bit of getting used to. Let's just uh, say like that. So, yeah. Okay, mate. Well, so it sounds very exciting. Uh, yeah. A question for you: Will you be participating? Ah. Uh... At this stage, I'm not going to, mate. I'm sorry, because no, I know you're just, very busy. Uh, it's I, I just didn't the time, mate. To. Yeah, I think yeah. for this, for the gathering, mighty painters, I'm, I'm painters. I'm really going to struggle to do this entry for um, the last, very last entry for July. Uh, I've got five Silverhelm uh, high elves to paint up, and um, 
you know, I've had other distractions too, like other hobby distractions as well, which hasn't helped. And um, now it's like the 16th or 17th, yeah, it's the 17th day uh, of July. And I'm looking at those thinking, okay, well, I'm going to have some, I've got some time today. I'll try to get the horses done. And um, if everything goes well and I, I, I stay on track, I should be able to get those done for the, the end of this month. And then I've, I've got a, I'm, I'm actually going to school as well. So I've got that plus work and all that kind of thing. It's been, you know, the gathering money papers probably will be something that's probably my suited to my format. So I can then sort of cherry pick and then select uh, the minimum required for a unit. There are like the, you know, one character model, one war machine, that kind of thing. That's really sort of uh, perfect for me, uh, for, for anybody who's like really, really busy or tight on time per month. So I'd say I'll be going back into the uh, gathering mighty painters when that comes around again, mate. Yeah, great. Yeah, I, I uh, probably will too. I had a lot of fun doing the high elves and the, uh, mm. uh, all, all the people participating are, are just uh, so nice and supportive. Uh, yes. And uh, yeah, uh, we have a lot of laughs too in the, in the dedicated uh, Facebook group chat. So uh, yeah, that's uh, something that I will, I will miss when this challenge has finished. Yeah, mate, I can't believe it. You know, this is the last month. So yeah, it's been yeah, a went by so ride. fast. But you know, we have the advantage of sitting back and looking at our cabinets and looking at all those nicely painted models we've done. Yes, so I'm yes, really, really true. looking forward to getting the high elves on the table and actually playing a game with a you know a fairly decent sized force now i suppose you're you're this in the same way mate you know you want to get your minis on the table and start playing with them yeah that's the whole reason for painting of course uh, yeah well i also enjoy painting but uh, i'm um, i'm more of a uh, quick and dirty type to get them on the table and not the uh, every metal golden demon winning kind that uh, you yourself are well i wouldn't i wouldn't go to that extent but yeah i'm getting them i'm getting them done to, well, everyone's getting their, their models done to a, a place where they're really happy with it. So that's the main thing. And that's, yeah, and that's, that's also that something is. that uh, people have been asking me about, like, when is a model finished? And, uh, yeah, a model is finished when you, you say it's finished. And um, if that in, means it's just all flat color, no highlights, uh, as long as it's not bare metal or... Uh, Mm. Uh, or just undercoated and uh, preferably also with the bases painted. But well, if, if you keep your bases black, then uh, if that's your style, then uh, yeah, I, I will allow it. So I'm uh, going to be very uh, relaxed about this. Uh, it's it's just an incentive for people to, to get painting and to get uh, doing this stuff together. Uh, because I find that that's a really good motivator. As, uh, at least for me, it helps if I have deadlines like uh, an upcoming game or uh, a deadline for uh, the month is nearly over. Those things will really help me to get my miniatures done. And uh, I know that there are a lot of people out there who um, f- Ooh, how am I going to say this? Who, who have the same thing, the same experience. Um, Sorry, sometimes I, I just can't find no, the right. correct right. words in English. Uh, so there's, there's some some Dutch expressions that. Oh, I love um, my Dutch expressions. You can say those <laughs> yeah. all day, mate. I love those. Uh, I was, I was <laughs> yeah. Well, um, uh, 
sorry about that. Now I just lost my train of thought. Uh, That's okay. That's all right. You're doing well, mate. Uh, You're doing well. It, it derailed. It crashed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> people are screaming everywhere. No. Um, yeah. So so no. Uh, it's it's just um, uh, just a way to get your armies painted and and to do it together. That's. Uh, I think that's the main uh, uh, main aspect of this challenge. So uh, yeah, it's it's not a competition. You you can't win anything. There will be no prizes for best painted or or most miniatures painted. It's just going to be um, the the prize will be that uh, by the summer of next year you will have painted at least one thousand points worth of miniatures and. Uh, well, if, if if that means to you is just going to be a, a chaos lord on a dragon, uh, tooled out with all kinds of magic items, a single miniature, and that's your one thousand points, then then go for it. Um, if that means you're going to do a uh, two thousand points of clan rats and and uh, maybe a couple of characters to to back them up, then uh, yeah, that's also uh, mm-hmm. also fine. I, almost everything is allowed. Yes, that's good, mate. I think that's a great idea, and I think you know it's you're on the right track. And hopefully, and thanks, thanks to you, you're sort of carrying on what we, what um, Jesse and um, and the other guys sort of started initially. And uh, yeah, the Crown Command is very proud to support any kind of uh, hobby initiative uh, in the community. So, mate, I wish you all the best. I'm sorry I can't join. I feel a little bit bad about that, but um, I'm no, going to enjoy mate, uh... watching all the entries come in. Uh, on the blog every month. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. And I, uh, I'm i sure that um, a lot of people are going to have uh, a lot of fun just uh, painting the miniatures. And I've seen some some very nice and, and uh, silly army ideas uh, already being entered. Uh, some nice converted miniatures as well. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people are... Um, I think we will be having a great time doing this challenge. And uh, even if nobody else does, then uh, I'm sure that I will. Good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure many people are going to enjoy this challenge. So I'm looking forward to it. They've been waiting for something to come up. They always say, when's the next challenge coming? So this is their answer. So if you haven't heard about this, uh, please go to the show notes of the podcast and you'll find some links there where you can get in touch with um, GJ and uh, find out more about it, where you can submit your lists and that kind of thing. Um, otherwise, head over to the Crown of Command uh, community page on Facebook. I'll leave a link in there for that as well. Um, and you can be directed to like a pinned post where you'll find out about all about the, um, the competition rules and that kind of thing, the guidelines, and uh, go from there. Okay, well, GJ, it's very, very early in the morning there, mate, so I'm going to let you go. I know you're painting your high elves there for uh, this this month's entry for the Gathering Mighty Painters. I'm actually going to do some painting myself now. It's nice and bright and early before my son wakes up. So, mate, I really appreciate your time today to talk all about this. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show, mate, and uh, good luck painting your elves. I, mate, I hope, thank you. Uh, hope your son will give you uh, a, a lot of painting time. Uh, I know my kids, they like to wake up very early, so... Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no painting time in the morning for me. I'm more a night person anyway. So uh, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it, it worked out great to do it like this. And uh, I'm going to uh, head off to bed now. And uh, you're going to start your day. That's it. I'm going to start my day bright and early. And um, let's start. Let's start painting some high off cavalry. Yay! Really <laughs> exciting. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, buddy. You take care of yourself and uh, we'll uh, keep in touch. Thanks, mate. You too. Good luck. Okay. Okay, GJ. Bye-bye. Well, I have a lot of organizing experience in living history events. Mm. Uh, it's not my first event that I'm organizing. And in the past, the very, very past, speaking of last millennium, my father organized the two official games days in the Netherlands, 1998 and 1999. Wow. So, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that was in cooperation with Games Workshop itself. So, well... And now it's it's an old hammer event, and we'll see where it's going. So, Stuart, you um, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to presume here that obviously you got into gaming through your father. Is that right? No, he's got into gaming through me. All right, <laughs> <But> I, I, <laughs> how wonderful! Okay, yeah. I, I started in 1995 ish mm-hmm. with uh, Magic: The Gathering and uh, Star Trek uh, card gaming. And soon discovered that the gaming store sold all those nice miniatures. Mm. And from that, it went all downhill. And I bought a lot of, lot of games then. Played a lot, a lot of competitions. And quit around 2002. Sold a lot. And six, seven years ago, when I was moving house, kids were born. And, well, I found uh, some miniatures again. A lot of still hiding on the attic of my father's house. And I collected it all and started again. And well, from there, it's well gone. Well, better or worse. The collection is growing and growing. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. You got that magic word, the attic. And uh, it's, it's something that I've never had. And I wish I did have because then I could have hope that someone has stored all those lost treasures of mine, my parents, to put it in the loft or something. But in the attic or something well, but yeah <laughs> well i was i was surprised to find that he saved a lot i sold a lot but he well after i get out of the house he, he saved it all and i was really surprised to find it all back but i still well i'm missing a lot a lot has been sold which i do like to replace mm. and Oh, I had a huge epic collection. I, I love to play uh, the old epic games. Me Space too, Marine, yeah, uh, yeah. Titan Legions. Yep. Uh, it was all sold. And when I look at prices nowadays for getting a, getting a fairly complete box and thinking of the prices I sold it at. <laughs> Actually, I've got, to, I've got to send you an email, though, because some guy who contacted me through Board Game Geek had a complete set of Titan Legions. He's actually located in the uh, Netherlands. Oh, yeah, he lived he lived in Japan for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so if I can find that email and if he still got it, mate, I'll get you in touch because um, oh, that, that sounds interesting. Thanks very much. Yeah, yeah no problem. Mate. Yeah, <laughs> that's a nice connection there. But yeah, now your father got into the gaming scene and we're sort of taking a bit of a detour here, but I, I find it very yeah. interesting that your father got into gaming because of you. Um, yeah. How did that all start? How that how that become? Well, I started buying my first miniatures just for the sake of painting. Well, that, that ended up buying a starter box from uh, Warhammer Fantasy. Um, choose to play uh, an Orcs and Goblins army. 
build a large ox and goblins army. My father is a keen uh, model railway uh, builder. And he saw the miniatures and saw the opportunity to, well, do something different and help me with painting. Started his own, well, collection of miniatures, the Dark Angel Army, because he liked the lore of it and, well, the miniatures itself. And that grew out of a huge collection of a Dark Angels Army and a Legion of the Damned Army, which is now in my possession, uh, which I'm very happy with. Score. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. Really nice, got a huge army here, and he just enjoyed the gaming itself, and mostly the painting. And from that, he well, he got really acquainted within the world uh, of fantasy wargaming in the Netherlands. And well, from that, it just went from visiting shows in the UK uh, throughout Europe, and he came into contact with Games Workshop on a certain moment. And we were part of a huge group in the Netherlands that played a lot of games, board games, war games. And they organized events throughout the year. And with one of the traders in Amersfoort, the place which I'm originally from, grew the idea to, well, organize a larger gaming event to promote war gaming and board games in the Netherlands. And Games Workshop started to get involved. And from that on, they well supported the first event, not as the main or main promoter and organizer, but they were around and sponsored the event. And it was the first gaming day in the Netherlands. And the year after, in Utrecht, we had a huge gaming day sponsored by Games Workshop. And we had two and a half thousand visitors, even an article in one of the, uh, the journals. So that, that was really nice. It was almost the same weekend as the opening of the first store in the Netherlands from Games Workshop in uh, yeah, Amsterdam and Rotterdam. So it all fell together, actually. Oh, that's wonderful. So you're sort of following in your father's footsteps by organizing this very first, well, coming back to yeah. doing the old hammer thing with the same kind of games and that kind of thing. Yeah, I came into contact with some guys like Gert-Jan van Heugte here in the Netherlands. Oh, yeah. GJ, yep. Yeah. Yep, he's no uh, living, well, a few kilometers uh, from me. And right. He, right. I came into contact with him and said, well, I've got a stupid idea. I just want to start gaming again, not only painting. And, well, how about organizing an old hammer event? And from that, the, the ball kept rolling and he was very enthusiastic. Some other guys, uh, Sander van der Ster, uh, uh, became enthusiastic. So. Well, and I found a room here near Arnhem where we can uh, host a day. So, well, 50 people that like to attend. It starts small, but, well, we've got a trader who trades old hammer miniatures. And I'm really looking forward to it just to see uh, maybe it grows. Maybe it stays this way. Maybe it fails. I don't know. It's just a day dedicated to the old games. Maybe a little bit of nostalgia feeling how it was back then when we were all young <laughs> and so did you say did you say 50 people are coming yeah at the moment we've got for uh, Gert-Jan has started a campaign throughout the day uh, we've got seven eight tables for the different games like Man of War, uh, Rogue Trader uh, Warhammer Quest that uh, well we have 50 people that we know of to, uh, that will be attending that's amazing, man. 50 people, that's huge. Like, for me, that's a big event. 
you know yeah i was i have no idea what to expect in number of people so i was really surprised that we have already 50 people and well a lot of people will be visiting throughout the day what i read on the different fora and facebook groups so who knows that's wonderful mate so yeah. you touch on a few games that we played there on, on the table so you had like man of war yep. you're playing why quest uh road trader 40k so it's the first edition yep. 40k yeah yes it, first the uh, first and the second edition will be played warhammer fantasy third edition now are they are these kind of like demonstration games people just rock up and they just sort of participate are they yeah. participation games more than sort of uh, warhammer fantasy is a campaign so sort of tournament and the rest will be uh participation games uh, people uh, are invited to join the games people are hosting them so everyone is uh, welcome to come over and uh, enjoy a day of old well old uh, old style gaming well that sounds like a perfect event mate honestly it sounds very similar to the poland old hammer event it's, it's that sort of kind of thing yeah i had some inspiration from the poland event great i can't, I can't deny that yeah <laughs> <laughs> You just uh, yeah, just borrowed a few ideas, but that's that's the way to do it, mate. That's the way to do it. Participating, yeah. participation games. People get involved. Everybody can get to play a game on the day, and that's the most successful outcome. You know, people get to roll dice, have fun, have a laugh, eat some bits of bullen, bits of butter bullen and uh, patat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah no, well, that, that's the whole idea, just yeah. to enjoy the games from back then. Mm. We were young. We had our ideas. We all romanticized it a bit over the last years. And just to, well, my main goal is to try to get a bit of, fetch a bit of the atmosphere back then when we did the huge shows in Europe. I did a lot of shows in the UK back then, like uh, Partisan, uh, which is a famous show. And just to get a bit of that atmosphere over there. Who knows? And we were yeah. really lucky. There's a trader in the Netherlands uh, who sells... Uh, old miniatures and he's over there so people can buy new armies well new old armies wow okay we won't we won't mention who it is because people will go and buy it before he gets there to the uh, Olhammer event so you'll have to go <laughs> on the day and to pick it up all those uh, classic miniatures eh? come over and see what they will be bringing they have some specials uh, already reserved for the day boxes with uh, bits old bits uh, just there to be grabbed up Wonderful. So, um, mate, how did you, like, you, you got into gaming through collecting the Warhammer Fantasy Army, Orc and Goblin Army. Is that sort yeah. of your favourite army, do you think? Is that the one that sort of captured your imagination at first? Yeah, at first, definitely. It still has, I really like the old miniatures, um, the, the look and feel of the army, the rules with the army, the idea that your whole army can flee within, well, one turn. I really liked the idea. I never played for winning. Sure, um, yeah. And just enjoy the game. Is it still my favorite army? I don't know, actually. I don't really have a favorite army at the moment. Um, at this moment, I'm painting 40k squad army, which I really enjoyed because it was an army I really liked to have had back then. And I was... Very, very lucky I could buy a large collection of miniatures for next to nothing. I really enjoyed painting a new Orcs and Goblins army in the Corona period. 
Um, but is it well? Yeah, I really like, still like the army, and I can't wait to play with it in October because it's been over 20 years ago I last fielded a uh, orcs and goblins army. Oh, well, I so discovered. Yeah, sorry, it's been that long since you've actually played these kind of games. Yeah, like fourth or fifth edition. My my last real game except for the ones I play with my eldest son, who's only eight, is, uh, well, 20 years ago. So I'm really looking forward to fielding a 1,500 points army in October. <laughs> but, well, I recently discovered uh, the, the Tomb Kings of Camry army, which I had bought back then and recently unboxed, to the shame of some close box collectors. Uh, well, and I, I never was really an undead player, but I like I like the feel of the army. So, who knows? That's excellent, mate. That's great. I'm glad it's still alive. Now, let's talk about the Netherlands in the 1990s, mid 90s. What was the gaming scene like then? It was a closed scene at first, and one of the goals of the the gaming group we we were part of was to get the, the wargaming to a broader view, broader people. To, and, well, I think we really succeeded in it. When I look around nowadays, looking for people from back then, it's alive. And we have some Warhammer shops in the Netherlands, official ones. So that, that that's good. But the gaming back then was, it was a small group. I think around, well, small, what's, what's small? I think around a thousand people that were really active within the scene. But you always found the same people in tournaments. It's, yeah. it, that was a really small group of people. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. And, okay, well, that's, that's, uh, that's good. I mean, it's a lot more than I had in my local town in Australia. We had like almost zero. <laughs> so okay. having a thousand sounds a lot better than having, you know, almost no, no people playing. Um, I think it was around 100 people that you, 50 to 100 people you found at the same uh, tournaments every time. Right. So Epic Space Marine, your favorite game of all time? I think so, yes. I have no, no miniatures whatsoever in my collection at the moment, but Space Marine was my favorite game back then. No one played it in the Netherlands, so I had to bring it over to the UK. And yeah. I had some uh, really nice tournaments at, uh, well, Buckman's Bar in uh, Nottingham. That was always fun to go to. Uh, but yeah, I, I really like the fact that you play with a huge army and with, well, the Titans. So, well, I'm thinking that this year or maybe next year, I will get a box and start it all over again. Good. And I want to see, I want to see you do it. It's awesome. Um, because it is such a fabulous game. And it sort of just went under the radar, I think. Even during the 90s, people just didn't yeah. pick up on it. It was just sort of overlooked. In, well, a lot of those specialist of games. games. Yeah. yeah. A lot of those specialist games, as they were called, as they are called nowadays, yeah. went under the radar. I really enjoy playing Man of War, another game that only became popular after it was out of the stores. <laughs> it's almost as if once they're gone, their popularity rises. You know, you know, yeah. like, like we're doing now. You know, then now that they're gone, they're not coming back again. The miniature lines are gone. The games are gone. The people produce the games have left and doing other things. But yeah, we've still got this. We're still clinging on for dear life to these old, wonderful games that were made. And Man of War, 
is a fantastic, fantastic game. Yeah, just in that box. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I, I really like it. It's it's not my favorite game, but it's mm. one of my favorites. And I recently started so, uh, a dark a dark elf fleet. Oh just, boy! Just, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 I won't speaking. be playing it then, Stuart. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> my dwarves will be hiding from you then. <laughs> well, dwarves are next in the line to be painted. I, I unboxed some. Well, sometimes I just get a box from my attic, and I, I've got some moving boxes left that are still filled with miniatures, where I don't have any idea what's in it. And I just opened a box, and I found uh, seven boxes of dwarves. Uh, ships so they will be next in line after i finish my land raider uh, for my squad army <laughs> brilliant brilliant i love that that's awesome so now let's talk about the event let's go back to the event yeah now people who are listening to this maybe in the netherlands or maybe somewhere close by in europe that can come over there at that time what's the best way of contacting you like you know when is the event exactly that kind of thing yeah, the event will be in Renkum, that's a uh, well small village near Arnhem. It will be held on the last Saturday of October, the 29th. And the best way to contact, to contact me is through well our Facebook page that you can find on the Dutch Old Hammer Con. And uh, I've got lots of uh, messages throughout the different popular uh, Facebook groups. Like the 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 old hammer groups and the warhammer groups uh, around, so it's not that difficult to find it. I think I, I do hope I got my promotion right. It will be on this well on a Saturday, and it's 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 a location that can be reached very easily with uh, well car, and also with uh, public transport. It's no problem at all. There's a railroad station nearby. And we will be there all day between nine and six in the evening. And we invite everyone that has something with the old timer, uh, miniatures or games, every pre-2000 game, be welcome and join or just visit and have a talk, have a laugh, have a beer or coffee and just enjoy yourself. Yep, nice, man. That's great. And can people just sort of register on the day? Can they just rock up and just, is it a, is it a free event? Is it like you got to pay to get in or? It's, it's, it's unfortunately not free. We just have to pay for the room, but it will be seven euros uh, entrance, which oh, is not great. Bad. Yeah, not too bad. It covers our costs. And if we have any money left next year, will be cheaper. It's. And how about uh, food on the day, mate? How about food? What, what, you, what, what kind of things are you cooking up there in the kitchen? Uh, well, there's a bar. So people can just uh, it's a liquid lunch lunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can have a liquid lunch or the famous Dutch uh, grilled cheese sandwich. Oh or right, whatever fries. There's there's a lot of uh, oh potato. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there. Potato yeah. mayonnaise. The Dutch mayonnaise. Yeah, you can't beat it. Yeah, you can't beat it. <laughs> just come over and enjoy the day. <laughs> oh, Stuart, that sounds like an absolutely wonderful time. I wish I could be there, mate, but. Um, we're gonna we're gonna relive relive those moments with wonderful photographs on your Facebook page. And yeah, sure. we will uh, we will publish uh, pictures. Um, I try to make a short impression video throughout the day and uh, stream live. That'd be just awesome. Get man. people involved and just get people enthusiastic for next events. Our goal is to organize such events at least once a year, and maybe do well if it's a success. Maybe once in two three months uh, we just do an evening of playing 
there's a lot of possibilities mate you know people haven't touched dutch dutch potatoes but like potato like fried potatoes and the dutch mayonnaise yeah. they just got to go for that that and the beer i mean that alone should get them into the door <laughs> seven euros mate you're in yeah, so, there's, there's always a there's always a great opportunity and a great excuse to just join us. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and you can get to see uh, GJ and yourself in the flesh. That'd be nice to yes. do. Yeah, GJ will hands. be there host, hosting the campaign, and he is uh, doing a marvelous job. Wonderful. Are you playing fifth edition? Is he running a fifth edition event? Um, yes, he was. He was trying to get a fifth edition campaign. Uh, great. So that's uh, well, this, awesome. it's promising. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that sounds wonderful, man. I hope I'm sure this this will grow just like the old Hammer Poland event. It'll just get bigger and bigger, and you probably get a bigger event. Uh, whole yeah, lot ready to run it, and I think so. There's we already inspired a group of guys in France and in Germany, so we we're still waiting to have our own uh, first event, and already we are inspiring other people, like we were getting inspired by Poland. That, that's the yeah, dream, mate. Having an having an all hunter event in each country, that's the perfect resolution to this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why why have it centered Definitely. in one, you know, obviously the the bring out your letters, the biggest one, and you get to meet all the old crew of um, like, you know, Rick, Rick Priestley and yeah. Tony Ackland and all that. That's wonderful. That's awesome. But of course, for many people, that's just impossible. So, you know, do it yourself. Get it, get it organized in your own country and away. Yeah, and maybe uh... Yeah, I do hope it will be in every country uh, in a few years' time. And, well, with Games Workshop working on the old world for what it's... Well, I don't know what it will be bringing. But maybe that also inspires people to dug up their old uh, miniatures, look for those old books somewhere in the cupboard, and just start playing again. Yeah, there's nothing stopping people. Don't worry, don't get, yeah. don't get uh, hang up on editions. Just play the edition you like to play. I don't care what people play. Just enjoy a game and just relax. That's what it's all about. That's it. That's it, mate. You've got the right attitude. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, mate. I wish you all the best yeah, for thank this you very upcoming much. event. No, mate, anytime. <laughs> anytime. Really enjoyed it. Okay. So we, we keep you up to date. Absolutely. I'll be, I'll be following that Facebook page. I'm going to put all the links in there that I can so that people can oh, contact wonderful. you at least or find your Facebook page so they can keep updated on what's happening. So maybe oh if God. they can't make it this year but due to short notice or whatever, then they can definitely check out for next year to get along and, and come down and say hello. If it's going like we're expected we'll be going, there will be a next edition. Yeah, I'm sure, mate. I'm sure of it. You've got 50 people. I mean, that's a massive success for me already. That, you know? That's enough for us to go, uh, go further. Yep, absolutely, mate. Awesome. Wonderful. Really happy to hear that. Okay, well, thank you very much again for coming to, to uh, share your story and um, uh, spend time with us here at the Crown of Command. Thanks and, very uh, much. No problem, mate. Enjoy the games and we'll talk again soon. We will. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Okay, you too, mate. Take care. Bye-bye. Right. to pronounce your name through a like a, a google <laughs> thing mate and it, bloody hell mate it's <laughs> even though like my, my parents are dutch mate i can't i can't pronounce it is it, uh, is it's, it, a, it it's a frisian name right frisian so name okay maybe that's yeah. why yeah because yeah um, but all my my english speaking friends call me Stuart. that's Stuart. that's that's the one that's going to be you'll be <laughs> yeah <laughs> <baptized> <laughs> <a Stuart. laughs>